Bug Jargal by Victor Hugo, Chapter 25 After passing through the thickets and leaping over the streams, we arrived in a valley situated in the higher part of the hills, of a singularly wild and savage appearance. This spot was absolutely unknown to me. This valley was situated in the heart of the hills, called in Santo Domingo the Double Mountains. It was a large green plain, imprisoned by walls of bare rocks and dotted with clumps of pines, Indian wood, and palm trees. The extreme cold which reigned almost continually in this part of the island, although it never freezes, was still increased by the freshness of the night, which was scarcely finished. The day was commencing to break, and showed the whiteness of the surrounding summits, and the valley, still plunged in darkness, was only lighted by flashes from the Negroes' fires. For this spot was their headquarters. The shattered remains of their army had begun to reassemble. Every now and then, bands of Negroes and mulattoes arrived, uttering groans of distress and cries of rage. New fires were speedily lighted, and the camp began to increase in size. The Negro whose prisoner I was had placed me at the foot of an oak, whence I surveyed this strange spectacle with entire carelessness. The black had bound me with his belt to the trunk of the tree, against which I was leaning, and carefully tightening the knots in the cords which impeded my movements, he placed on my head his own red woolen cap, as if to indicate that I was his property, and after making sure that I could not escape or be carried off by others, he prepared to leave me. I determined to address him, and I asked him in the Creole dialect if he belonged to the band of Dandon or of Morne Rouge. He stopped at once, and, in a tone of pride, replied, Morne Rouge. An idea came to me. I had often heard of the generosity of the chief Bogjargal, and though I had made up my mind that death would soon end all my troubles— Yet the thought of the tortures that would inevitably precede it, should I fall into the hands of Biasu, filled me with horror. I wanted to ask to be put to death without these tortures. It was perhaps a weakness, but I believe at such a time a man's nature revolts at such a death. I thought, then, that if I could be taken from Biasu, I might obtain from Bogjargal a death without supplication, a soldier's death. I therefore asked the Morn Rouge Negro to lead me to his chief, Bugjargal. He started. Bugjargal, he repeated, striking on his forehead in anguish. Then, as if rage had suddenly overtaken him, he cried, shaking his fist, Biasu, Biasu. After this menacing name, he left me. The mingled rage and grief of the Negro recalled to my mind the events of the day and the certainty we had acquired of either the death or capture of the chief of the band of Morn Rouge. I felt that all hope was over, and resigned myself to the threatened vengeance of Biasu.